Welcome to Everyday News with the Blantons. That's Dr. Latasha and Mark Blanton. On this show, you'll learn through education, awareness, and promotion exactly how you view the world and your place in it. Now, here are the hosts of the program, Dr. Latasha and Mark Blanton. Good morning, everyone. How is it going? We are so happy to be here and we welcome you. You are listening to Everyday News with the Blantons, and I'm your host, Latasha Blanton, and I have Mark Blanton, the wonderful Mark Blanton. Um, please remember to connect with us on social media by liking and following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can visit our website, therealsouthafrica.com, or you can send us an email to info at therealsouthafrica.com. So it's Monday. Yep, we're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> I hope everyone had a phenomenal weekend. Ours was always, I always say it's uneventful, but that usually means that we did some stuff that was a lot of fun because that's what happens Absolutely. Um, when Absolutely. you're here. There's always something to do. So today we're just going to have a little bit of fun, talk to you guys about our journey and our first I guess month here, I guess it's been about a month, maybe mm-hmm. five or yep. six weeks. Um, and just the journey to get here in and of itself. We talked to you guys in some earlier broadcast about the decision to come here. And my recollection, my recollection is always a little bit different, but I will have to say it definitely was around 2013 and the two months in Cape Town that kind of did it for me. What, what was it for you? Um, I would say that the, um, first of all, we're talking about South Africa. South Actually, Africa. we're here right now. Always, always. <laughs> it's afternoon here, by the way. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we, I think what did it for me was just the people and just, you know, the, uh, you know, a lot of the things that they did, I did. Um, everybody kind of pretty much looked like me for the most part. And, um, you know, we kind of connected really easily, easily. And I was in um, no matter where I went. But then when we went to Cape Town, then that was a whole nother level. And if you've been to Cape Town, I'm sure that you can chime in on this and say, wow, uh, Cape Town is awesome. Cape Town is extremely awesome. And I think the journey to get to this point to where we are, even though it's taken, you know, five years, a short version is that we solidified that decision um, probably in our birthday month. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. In June. And I say birthday month and I say our birthday month because we share the same birthday month. He happens to start the month off in with the first of June and I let him have that one day. But the rest of the month. I selfishly say belongs to me and he goes along wonderfully. But this past birthday month, we started uh, his birthday off in California with his sisters and his um, brother. We had a phenomenal time out there. The weather was amazing. Yeah, it was nice and warm. Um, and then basically, I guess at the last minute, we had a change of plans on some stuff that was personal for me. And we were like, hey, we've got these, <laughs> we've got these 10 days. Well, first of all, talk, talking about uh, California, we were in Sacramento. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. My sister was graduating from college, mm-hmm. um, uh, Victoria. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I think it was my first, my wife's first time being there. It uh, was. I forgot about that. And she didn't realize that it was always on fire. <laughs> so, so we'd be riding down the street and there's a fire over here and a fire over there. And she's like, is anybody going to put this out? And I'm like, no. this is just the way it is. Um, it's so freaking dry. Out. I'm yeah, freaking it's out. just so dry, and it was interesting to see the the wild turkeys just kind of just hanging that out in was Sacramento. Freaky. So if you've never been to Sacramento, when you go, just be aware they're they're not ducks. <laughs> they're wild turkeys just um, just walking around, probably 
I might add. The, it, we saw like, is it a gaggle when there's more than one? I don't know. I think we uh, looked it up. I can't we remember. did look it up, we didn't did. we? Yeah, we it did. was some weird name, but nevertheless, um, mm-hmm. we took lots of beautiful walks and we were there and um, got to have a really nice time. And then I guess because I had never been to, what did you take me to? I took you to San Francisco. Oh, he took me to San Francisco. That was fun. The best part about the trip was the top of the bus and we went over um was it the Golden Gate Bridge? You the Golden Gate Bridge, yes. Yeah, I have pictures of that. That was a lot of fun. And then, because I'm a Golden State fan, um, he decided that it would be awesome enough for me to get to New Jersey's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, he bought me, because um, the last time you were there, you bought me the Steph Curry jersey. I did. And I then did. this last time, you let me get a Clay Thompson and a Durant jersey. Well, I didn't I let would, you get it. I just thought it was a good idea. Well, it was my birthday month, so we were pretty <laughs> much compromising on that. Um, so that was that. And then with the little break that we realized we had, we said, let's go to South Africa for 10 days. Absolutely. Absolutely. We took another one of our Gemini friends whose birthday is just a couple days before um, mine and a couple days after his. And we boarded a plane and came over here. Absolutely. It was kind of funny with her because um, she had heard me, uh, heard us talk about South Africa a lot. And she was always trying to compare it to somewhere else she'd been in in, in, uh, in Africa. Can't remember exactly where she uh, went. What she said? Oh, she said she had been to um, what's the movie? Rwanda. R- Rwanda. She said yeah. she went to Rwanda. Said it was okay, and then she you know starts talking about well you know, the, the, you know they didn't have running water things along that line. I said well this isn't yeah, the Africa I that I exactly. that I know. I, this is this is this is South Africa. So it was interesting. She came. She um, was like okay this is cool, and I think after about a day and a half she was she was totally like this is this is. This is great. She stopped talking about Rwanda and she just wanted to <laughs> hang out. And, yeah, she left a few times, <laughs> met friends. Uh, you know, even in Africa, they go to the zoo. She went to the zoo, met some met some friends, and I think to this day she, she still, still talks to them, still in contact with that's them, great. and so forth. But then again, that's things that happen here in South Africa. Yeah. Nothing that I could explain to her uh, in in conversation. For sure. You know, sitting in Northern Virginia, but then when she got here. So then when I would I would bring up those things she said in Northern Virginia, she just kind of look at me funny like like you know like stop bringing that up. Yeah, like let's not talk about that. Yeah. But, and um and and actually if you guys want to go to our YouTube channel, there's actually a video of her talking about her time here, um and how it was nothing that she had expected, but she had a phenomenal phenomenal time. Mm-hmm. And then um was in the first couple of days of us getting here, we basically was like, all right, we're on a mission. What's our plan? And I can't remember if you started calling agents for us to look at houses or how that happened but yeah I think and you know obviously if you're looking at trying to you know, relocate you know you want to do a little bit of groundwork before you leave for sure so, so we looked at I think uh, you know like the uh, you know the realty apps you know one of the big ones here is um, property24.co.za mm-hmm. or they say COSA versus COMP um, and then another one is Pam Golding she's like the the, the biggest uh, I guess real estate mogul yeah. um, down here in in, in in Southern Africa went to her website so she started making phone calls I started making phone calls we called some of the same people on accident mm-hmm. and, it, and it's a little different over here when you um, like for example if you have if you get a if you want to see a house um or you want to see a particular house like in the States, you can just get one realtor. You can go to any house. But unfortunately, um, here, uh, whatever houses that they represent are the only houses that they that they can show. For sure. For so sure. we end up talking to several different realtors about several different homes. 
And then um, I want to say it was on a Sunday. It was a Sunday. Yeah, it was a Sunday. Um, and there was um, a, an open house that was listed. Yep. And we really had no intentions of coming to where we ended up. But mm-hmm. we were like, okay, let's just go to this open house. And the lady that was showing the house, I think she said it's a couple emails. And it was just like her energy, even as an email, I'm like, she sounds like she's a cool person. So exactly. we ended up... Um, um, going to look at the open house and from there it was like she showed us at least three houses in here I think. Yeah she showed us about three houses but we had seen maybe about seven or eight other houses and some houses we just passed on yeah, but we sure. actually looked and you know took our time and like I said because we wanted just to be right for us versus just oh let's just get a house from now and then yeah. we'll see yeah, you know later sure. on or whatever so we you know we took our time and we just decided you know and plus you know leaving Northern Virginia and coming here um you know, it was a big step. So, but we decided to make it. It's, it's been great so far in this month. <laughs> this month and this month. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have an amazing time, whether we stay here 10 days or two months, which is um, our longest that we've stayed here. But I would say that during that birthday month transition, the, the purpose um, of wanting to, you know, enjoy those 10 days that we had was because originally, um, I was scheduled to have a surgery that got postponed. Um, and then literally on a Thursday, right after we saw the house that Sunday, we signed the papers to agree to commit to this particular house. And it was accepted. And it was accepted. <laughs> and it was, we made an offer. Mm-hmm. And they do things different here when you make an offer. It's like you got to make the offer on paper. Then they have to like call the seller who is not always the same as the builder like that's a whole nother level of things that they do but nevertheless um then the very next day as we are we because we're supposed to leave that sunday i believe it was no mm-hmm. that the saturday supposed to leave that saturday to come back um to the united states and the very next day after we signed papers to agree to a, um to commit to a home and make an offer <laughs> My mom has an accident that messes up everything. I don't mean to say mess up that way, but it pretty much kind of put a dagger in our plans because we had plans to make sure we were back here in a certain amount of time and it kind of prolonged the whole thing. But um, but we got here. Um, now the process between signing the piece of paper and getting here was a little bit. Yeah, it was a little bit hectic as they would say in <laughs> reference to selling you know, all our property, getting rid of everything, the house that we had. Mm-hmm put it on the market and so forth. But at the end of the day, we still felt that it was, it was, it was a good move for us um, based on our familiar, familiarity with, um, with South Africa itself. And, and we knew where we wanted to be and uh, hopefully this to be our last move. But at the end of the day, we, we just knew exactly where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do. And so one of the things that we also want to do is, is to bring, you know, that bring that light on others that are looking for, you know, something a little different. Yeah, you know, move from East Coast to West Coast. Yeah, that's different. But doing something like this um, is, is, is life-changing. And at the end of the day, you will probably um, find something here that you, you could not find in the United States. That's for sure. And I think that that's, you know, part of us wanting to move here really was the premise was that if we were going to want to learn more about what we were trying to show people we just needed to be here and it makes sense for our you know travel company that we live here it makes sense 
because if you're going to be shown around by an expert, it makes sense for that person to know the area that they're showing you. And that's our goal. And we know a, a lot just because of our, you know, the last seven, eight years we've been traveling here. But our goal now is to really just emerge and um, try and mesh with the community and then submerge ourselves into the culture because it's 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 really one that you have to um, be a part of to kind of understand why it's so awesome. So we're getting ready to head into our first break. Um, in the meantime, also, you can tweet us, um, send us an email or find us on Facebook. And in a few short minutes, we will continue our story as to how the last five weeks have been living here in South Africa. We'll be back in just a moment. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Enjoy listening to Everyday News with the Blantons? Now you can go with Mark and Latasha and experience South Africa the way that they do. Safaris, five-star hotels, and first-class shopping, all with The Real South Africa. For more details, visit TheRealSouthAfrica.com What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Everyday News with the Blantons. Want to find out more about the program? Send an email to info at therealsouthafrica.com. Now, back to Everyday News with the Blantons. Hey, guys, we are back. We are back. I hope you guys have enjoyed the first segment of the show. We're just talking a little bit about um, our first uh, couple weeks here. I should say first five weeks here. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, I do always want to encourage you guys to go to our website, check out um, what we're doing. Check out our blog, videos on YouTube, and also to um, sign up for email so that you can always find out what we're doing while we're here in South Africa. Um, The next portion is the hard part to me. Mark talked about how we had to prepare the house on that side so that we could get here. The international move. I will say for me, (laughs) that is not something I was prepared for. Mark had a realistic expectations because he's done it <laughs> yeah i've done it before uh, but you've done it more than like once yeah though. i've done it several times especially you know obviously if you know my background i was in the united states army oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> just something that we say um but at the end of the day you know you, you know you you know normally in the army they call transportation and they come and grab all your stuff you don't really do a whole lot but you know it takes time to get your stuff 
in on the other side. So whenever you get to get there, you go to the transportation office. Um, when is my stuff getting in? And they told you one date in the United States. Now you're overseas and it's another day. It's, it becomes a mess. But um, a lot of it is the stuff that they do. Unfortunately, uh, we were doing our own move. So it was a, a lot that needed to be done. And we did not realize how, first of all, and you probably need to go home and check <laughs> how much stuff that you actually have and that things. You don't need. Yeah, I guarantee you probably two thirds of the stuff that you have. You do not need. You do not need. And you're like, wow, I need to, I need to get rid of this stuff. But think about how much stuff we found that we have been looking for. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've been looking for that. But in our defense, in our defense, I will say that we did have basically three houses in one because when we moved me from my house in Roanoke to your house in Stafford, then we moved the other house to the new house. We never really... Yeah, some things just didn't get unpacked. No, we kept saying, oh, we'll do it later, yeah. like most people do. And then 10 years later, 10 years later there's stuff still, still in boxes. boxes. Still like, whoa, what is this? And find old pictures and just What was the craziest stuff. thing you found? Uh, probably a flip phone or... <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a phone before the flip phone. I think we had that. <laughs> was there a phone before the flip phone? As long know. as it wasn't a bag phone, you're good. Uh, no, okay. no, but I, yeah, never mind. Um, the craziest thing that I found in there was literally my bathroom items from grad school, like the shower curtain, all that stuff was in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this even still here? I found love letters from girls to my brother where they gave them to me to give to him. I packaged all of those up. Bubba, I hope you got those because I left them at mom's house for you. They had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I was the middleman. So just that whole international move, I would have to say one thing I say for sure that we were not going to do here is keep stuff that we do not need. Yeah, or buy stuff we don't need. For sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think I think it was funny, though, that at the end we was, you know, we, we would go to South Africa, but we knew we were coming back. Right. If it was, uh, like I said, two weeks, three weeks, maybe even a month, we knew we were coming back. But this time we like we're going and we're not, not coming. coming back. So even buying the tickets uh, to um <sighs> To go was a one-way affair, and I was like, ah, I'm, I'm only going one, one way. way. Yeah. This is this is this is this is interesting, but it was exciting at the same time because this was something that we talked about for for years and something that we really, really, truly wanted to do with ourselves. You know, try to make a go of it over here, and uh, so far it's been a, it's been a, a, a glowing success. Um, so far, um, but the the uh, the flight coming over that was awesome. There's actually a <laughs> a video on YouTube on, on, on our channel, The Real South Africa, that talks that shows us about our flight. And I think Tasha going to she wants to give you a little bit more detail about our flight. Well, only because obviously, I mean, the only international flights I've ever flown on um, mostly would be to come to South Africa. Then I flew on one when I was like 16, which doesn't really count as an international flight um, to me because I didn't require a passport. It was just like I needed a license and something to get out of the country. I think you went to Mexico, right? I went to Mexico. Okay. Um, so we get to, our, we fly our first leg and if you fly internationally, they give you I shouldn't say this, but they pretty much give you like as much alcohol as you want because they understand that you're going to be on a plane for a very long time and you probably are going to want to sleep. So they make sure that happens. And they have phenomenal movies, which I like because you can see anything that you want. Um, but when we get to London, which is our layover, the layover, I think, was 12, 12 or 13 hours. 12 or 13 hours, yeah. 
we are beat, okay? And normally, I won't say normally, but the last time we flew through London, I do not recommend this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had already flown, I don't know how many hours to get there. We checked our bags at something, and we literally walked the city for what 12 hours that day no, i would say at least eight to ten hours it uh, was a long yeah. but then we realized we had been up for over 20 plus hours i'm like we haven't been to sleep so this time well we saw big ben we did see big ben yeah. and we I saw buckingham Palace. and i won't talk about the nasty stuff that we saw but we did see some yeah. stuff um um and you had fish and chips i did have i had proper fish and chips um <laughs> Uh, I did, and I got a, you let me get a magnet. It was awesome. Um, so anyway, we're we get there this time, and what did what did, what made us prompt? Like I think we were just sitting there. We were like dog tired. Yeah, we just didn't feel like going out again. And like I said, uh, I mean, we seen a lot of stuff. I, I had been to the, I had been to London several times, so kind of knew where to go. I, I kind of wanted to take her to the Tower of London. If you've been there, you know it's awesome, but I just didn't feel like it. So yes, we too. decided to stay in the in the airport, you know, there's a there's plenty of stuff to do in there, uh, food and so forth. But you got to keep in mind the dollar, um, the U.S. dollar is strong in the U.S. and other places, but it's not strong in in, in Great Britain. So everything is extremely expensive. So we're like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. So we just decided at some point to say, you know what, let's go ahead and go to one of these little um, I forgot what they I call don't know it. What they call my ah, it's it's in the airport. You know how when you when you're flying for a long time and you, and you um, you uh, you know you can you can go to a lounge and you can you know they have room yeah they have rooms yeah. and things along that line they had showers in there had everything you needed in the room so we decided to in 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 Heathrow to get <laughs> one of those little lounges which included you know the the whole lounge area plus they had food and drinks and all this great wonderful stuff so we said you know what it's it's, it's a one way ticket let's just let's just do it. So what did we do? We went in there and, <laughs> and we're laughing because it was so small, but it was so cute. It had everything you need in it. And if you saw that video that's on YouTube, you will uh, on the under under the real South Africa, um, our trip to um, South Africa. Uh, it, it shows like the little teeny tiny refrigerator, the little TV, the little bed, the little shower but the water was hot oh it was it was hot so we took a shower and we got refreshed yeah it was great and and it was good it It was was good good. that was probably the coolest thing to me because i was like i'm so sleepy and like i'm thinking i wasn't gonna go to sleep but i'm telling you as soon as my head the pillow we slept for a pretty yeah about two or three hours i think we probably slept longer than that maybe i'm not sure because when we got up we ended up um being able to we watched some tv i can't remember what we did while we were in there but we got a bunch of stuff done we had phone calls to make actually worked a little bit i think um just on um, preparations for um, the trips and stuff. So that was the coolest part to me, just mm-hmm. being able to stay <laughs> in a little in a little hotel in, in the in a the hotel in the airport, yeah. inside the airport. Yeah. So that was cool to me. Um, I guess I'm easily amused, but nevertheless, that was the cool part. And then, of course, you get back on the plane, and then you get here, and then you have that one feeling that you're like, all right. This is home now. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is home now. Um, now getting the rental car that was crazy because <laughs> we had way too many bags. Oh yeah, because uh, to to back that up, uh, <laughs> we actually got to the airport. 
we knew it was going to be way overweight oh, and we had geez. way too many bats because we knew we was only going one way. So I think ultimately we was several hundred dollars <laughs> in the fines and fees and just trying to get just stuff just over yeah, here. just trying. And, I mean, we were right there at the at the cut line. You know, there's a you know, there's a number where you're over weight wise and there's another number that says now you can't take it. And we was. <laughs> We was crossing those those lines, and at the same time, we had our um, our golf uh, attire, our golf, clubs, yeah. our, our golf clubs. So, at the end of the day, we wasn't leaving those. No. So, because we live on a golf course. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, we ended up having to get get we get this rental car, and I'm pretty sure the car that they were going to give us would not have held. Yeah. Three bags and golf clubs. What did you end up having to do? Well, I, I, <laughs> well, the. <laughs> The young lady at the, the you know that was assigning us our car. She looked at all our bags. She said, "That's all your stuff." <laughs> and I think she she had us lined up to get a car like a um, over here they call it a a, a, a VW Polo. Um, some of you may know it, but it's about the same size as an old school Ford Fiesta. Oh, so we we couldn't get all our bags in. So she looked at us. And she says, well, I'm, I'm going to see if I can upgrade you. And so she just, she decided on all on her own. She gave us a car that is literally the same size as a Nissan Sentra. Um, that was the upgrade. That was the we upgrade. We got the upgrade. So we got the Sentra and we we barely got it all in the car. I think yeah. Tasha might have had something in her hands. I did. And uh, off we go. Here we are driving with, I don't I mean, golf clubs, car packed to the top. And on top of all of that, I felt horrible because obviously they drive on the wrong side of the car and the wrong side of the road. And it's a manual transmission. So it's not like I can help them do anything because I can't drive a stick that well in the U.S., much less try and do it over in another country. Mm -hmm. And um, he's stuck having to drive (laughs) this car on the wrong side of the road and making sure that he doesn't hit any of the bags because they're literally like stuffed like in every space that you can find empty into the car. Absolutely. But, you know, the funny part about it was, you know, we had we saw the house in June, um, June, yeah, June, it was late yeah, June. It was June. We saw the house and we hadn't seen it since. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew we had the house. We had t- plenty of pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so we was over that whole pro- that whole time. We were just kind of looking at the pictures saying, man, I can't wait till we get to the house. Can't wait till we get to the house. And now we're on our last stretch and we're going to we're actually going to the house. And the funny part about it is we're driving. We knew where we were going because we've been here many times. And of course, you know, it's, it's like it has a little gate with a little biometric sensor. So we actually couldn't even get to our house because we, had, we couldn't get through the gate, even though we've been been traveling for well over 30 hours. Yeah, that that was that was actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um what ultimately ended up happening, um, which I will go into more detail in just a minute, is that I pretty much had to call the realtors that sold us the house and basically had to ask for permission. Yeah, to get a <laughs> to code. Come, to come onto the property, even though we had bought a house here, um, to come onto the property. And uh, they were nice enough to get us the code and let us in. Um, and even though once we were in, we still didn't have keys to the house. So we still needed them for that, um, which, of course, was the funny part, knowing that we got a house. We can't get in the gate. We don't have keys, but we say it's ours. We're here. But, but we're here and somebody <laughs> better let us in. Um, so we'll continue that on in just a moment as we um, inform you guys of our little 
five and a half week journey here since we've made the decision to move to South Africa. Please don't forget to send us any questions you may have. Um, I think that our videos on YouTube will definitely be um, a, a good source of information for you guys. And we think that we'll be back in just a moment. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com What would it be like to visit South Africa? Is it too expensive? Too far? Is South Africa all bushes and wild animals? Stop wondering and join the real South Africa luxury travel company for all things South Africa. Visit TheRealSouthAfrica.com for more information and reserve your trip today. Visiting South Africa just got easier and is now all-inclusive when you travel with The Real South Africa. Tours starting at $6,300, single occupancy, including air, hotel, transportation, and activities. Visit therealsouthafrica.com and reserve your trip today. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Everyday News with the Blantons. Want to find out more about the program? Send an email to info at therealsouthafrica.com. Now, back to Everyday News with the Blantons. All right, guys, we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I have to say I love that little beat that my friend made for us. Shout out to Gavin. Um, he had a show last night out in um, North Carolina. But we're going to continue to move forward on uh, talking about the process of moving here to South Africa and just our first um, five weeks here. So we managed to get on the property and the two realtors basically end up getting us our keys and then that's when our plan came into place and all of the things that we wanted to do, we had to start thinking about it. And the beautiful thing about South Africa is that there are tons of opportunities here. Absolutely. It's this there's way too many opportunities. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like when you're at home and you're waiting for the proverbial somebody knock on your door. Who is it? Opportunity. Well, in South Africa, it's pretty much everywhere. Everywhere you go. Um, I, I remember speaking to uh, a, a, a young uh, European guy one time, and he was like, "This is kind of like the, the the wild, wild west. Anything goes when it comes to opportunities here. 
um, in, in, in various businesses uh, and things that you can do. So um, a lot of people um, since apartheid has ended, um, believe it or not, and, 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 and forget what you heard on the news, there are plenty of people around the world who come here just because of the opportunities in, in pretty much every industry. If it's one that you know about, i.e., you know, I got a formal training in or something that you just thought that you want to do, um, there are people here that are that want you to come here and start your businesses. And like I said, every every little township has a has a business development. And unlike the unlike in the United States, they they are very very serious about it because they want people to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> they want people to go to work. I mean, we've um, just met quite a few people and they ask you, you know, like what your background is and they immediately start thinking of, they start spitting out things. Oh, this person could use you. You could do this. I mean, they start telling you yeah. all the things that you can do just based off your background alone. So um, I've been trying to keep quiet that what I was in my former life, I say, you know, former life, but it's the same one right now. They say, oh, you're a physio. You should do this. I got a friend that does this. Why don't you do this? I need you to meet this person. And they literally will connect you with people. I mean, almost on the spot, if they think that you have a skill that they're going to be able to use to provide an opportunity to you and then to be able to employ other South Africans, they're definitely serious about that. Exactly. I think um, we were I was talking to a friend of ours. He he was looking at my iPhone. I have the new iPhone. Um, before that, I had the iPhone six. So I, I waited my time. <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do. And Poor uh, thing in his six. Yeah. And it was it was starting to fall apart. I think the I think it didn't ring. It I think ring. one of the one of the speakers didn't work. And I think one time I had some lines in it to where it, it was, was bad. Like it was about to fade out. But I, it held out all the way. So now I have the new iPhone. And so. We were kind of talking, and he was like, "Man, is, is that the new iPhone?" I said, "Yeah," and I think they just recently had have it here, the new I think iPhone XS Max, or whatever the thing is. Yeah, that's what I have, and um, and I'm 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 very happy with it. Um, but the funny thing about it, he he saw it, and he he just he just like, "Oh my God, what is that?" So I showed it to him, and and then, you know, he was the the second thing he said was, "You know, it's funny over here. They don't." Um, they don't have a, an Apple store. They don't. They don't have an Apple store. But you see people with iPhones. Um, you don't see it as much as Samsung because you can find Samsung phones or Android phones everywhere. Now, what they have is a thing called an iStore, which is a, a premium reseller. So, uh. they, so they don't get like the the you know the same day ours come out, theirs come out. Um, no, it's it's a little bit later. And so the other day we just decided to go into the store and we looked at the prices. Oh my gosh! And the prices were uh, just a third more in, in price. Now we can always talk about exporting and importing and taxes and things along that line, and I get it. But going back to him, he was like, "Man, you know, the first thing he thought of, and he's an architect, and the first thing he thought of." You guys should start a business here. We should start a business here, bringing in iPhones. He said the funny thing about even with iPhones over here in South Africa, that you know when you break the screen, you're gonna have, you're gonna be hard pressed to get it repaired, and then on top of that, it's gonna cost you a, a more money than than you know you know that you you know I think you should pay. <laughs> For sure. So, but just in that little uh, you know 10, 20 minute conversation, he was already formulating an idea how to start a business. And that's what you find a lot of times um, when you're just having conversation. Everybody is, is either either has their own business or they're they're formulating. Young people. Very young people. Very young. Like under 30. Very young people. 
Um, so like I said, there's there's a lot of opportunity um, over here in South Africa. And and I, I love it because the people, are, they're very young and, you know, their role models that they have are a lot of time, um, you know, U.S. Um, citizens. Yeah, for sure. Because they watch our TV and they, and they, and they listen, listen to, to our, our music, music and they, they're like, wow, I could do that. And they're 19, 20 years old, not knowing that they don't supposed to be able to do that because mm-hmm. they're so young and they're actually doing very well for themselves. So um, a lot of times people don't realize that, but the, 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 the quality of living in South Africa for, I'm going to say the average South African, is pretty high. Um, people say, well, but on TV, I see this. Well, well, that's designed. Yes, yes. And I'm not saying those places do not exist because they exist in the U.S. For sure, and they don't show you that. Mm-mm. But for the most part, um, you know, something that we've been just introduced into and in, in all of all my life, I've never been introduced to art and things along that line and art in the art industry. But since I've been here, I've been introduced to art and, you know, the, the, the African art that's out there. We've met people who, who are curators at at at, uh, at 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 art galleries yeah, and sure. things along that line. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can learn a lot of things when you kind of, you know, get out of your own way and just kind of let things come to you. And when you are in, a, in an environment um, like we have uh, um, came to, then, like I said, things are happening fast for us. So these last five weeks have have been um have been fast because, like I said, we've met more people. Mm-hmm. The people that we knew here, we haven't even reached out to them yet. No, um, and these, and it's funny because the people that we normally hang out with, and, and on top of the business owners that we've already met, because the architect owns his own business and he teaches, um, he brought along with him um, his girlfriend who also owns her own business, and she's a pastry chef. So I'm like, and she's 22. So, I mean, you're looking at these young people and they basically have the drive that most Americans have. But at the same time, they they at least have the means to be able to create something and and make it work. Um, We know a person that owns a fashion boutique. We own another person that owns um, another travel agency here in the country. So the the opportunities for business expansion or just for business in general if they don't know anyone, they know someone that does. Absolutely. And that's where we've kind of been able to meet new people. And I can't say that we haven't had, you know, one conversation where business hasn't come up because the opportunities are actually here. Mm-hmm. I, I would say if you can go way back when America first started <laughs> or, uh, you know, some something to that effect and, and show up today with all the knowledge that you know now, but show up in that in, in, in early America and say, you know what, I want to start this or I want to I want to, uh, you know, uh, make kerosene or discover kerosene. You would kind of know what to do. Um, and, and just like I said, there's so many industries here that do not. Uh, how can I explain? Uh, I mean, they exist, but they don't have uh, the leadership. So they're always looking for people uh, of, with some knowledge or uh, a lot of times just uh, an American who yeah, just kind of sure, knows what's sure. going on and, and they will they will pick your, your brain for information, um, you know, because they are literally looking for the next thing. 
and they're looking for guidance. I mean, they, trust me, these are very intelligent people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that there's been some comparisons to South Africans' intelligence compared to Zimbabweans' intelligence. And a lot of Zimbabweans are actually here just because Zimbabweans are having the same issue and um, based on the fact that their economy is run off the U.S. dollar. But that's neither here nor there. But when you talk about just their thirst for learning from Americans, I mean, I'm not going to say that they almost want to latch on to you, but they definitely want to know more. And if you can kind of figure out a way to to learn from them as well as uh, teach them, the, the opportunities for both people, American and the South African, would be unbelievable the things that would be able to happen in this country that I know for a fact probably wouldn't be able to happen in the U.S. Yeah, things it's, it's still growing here, it's still growing, and there's a lot of growth opportunities. And I, I always say, you know, you know, living the American dream, and you know, it's it's it's, it's live and well in America, um, but you also can live the American dream, uh, you know, outside the country. And and I can and I would you know vouch for you know, can you live the American dream in South Africa? Of course you can um, easily ask, you know, uh, uh, one of the things that's important to us is the fact that the exchange rate that, you know, we walk around in America and never know the value of the dollar. We just know how many we have. <laughs> but if you if you ask the South African why they we're here, off the top. They, they you say, what's the exchange rate? And it changes all during the day. Yeah, for sure. And then they might say like, like right now, I think it's like 1438. Um, and then if it goes down to, you know, which 1438 is $1 equals 14.38 South African Rand. And that's pretty significant because Mm -hmm. when I got here my very first time, it was under 10. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was doing very well. I I really did. I said, man, I can go buy, I can eat. Mm -hmm. Now it's at 14 and it's been as high as 15 since we've been here. Mm -hmm. 15, uh, the the exchange rate. So like I said, the quality of living as far as, you know, as as being an African-American or just being American in general, um, if you got American dollars, you can do very well for yourself here. And that's and that's the thing. So just I mean, our first month here, we've been presented with more opportunities than we would have ever been presented with back home. And, you know, having to take all that information in with all those opportunities and then still try and get settled. It's a little bit overwhelming, but you're at least thankful for the fact that, you know, that they look at you and say, I think that you would you're going to be a good asset to our country because I'm not trying to take anything from it. No. I just want to bring something to it. Yeah, want to, to add it. to it. Want, want to add to it. it. And they know the difference. They know that if you're coming to take something from them, they don't really mess with you. But if you're coming to bring something so that they can continue to build this country up, they're definitely all about that. So I would say that's probably been the best part about being here this last month, just the fact that we've been asked to do so many different things. Mm-hmm. already you know so we know that the opportunities for us to grow and expand beyond what we've already done exist and that's the part that I think other people need to be aware of as well so we're getting ready to head into another break if you guys have any questions you know how to find us and in the meantime we ask that you just continue to listen we'll be back in just a few moments The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com The Real South Africa has tours for 2018 and 2019 available. Book now and mention this ad or tweet us after booking using hashtag EverydayNews and you'll receive an additional 15% discount. 
please check out the real SouthAfrica.com. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleiner Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective. Your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Everyday News with the Blantons. Want to find out more about the program? Send an email to info at therealsouthafrica.com Now, back to Everyday News with the Blantons. Hey, hey, I'm sorry, I'm jamming to the music that happens every break. Um, <laughs> it's just such, such a nice tune. Um, so just small recap really quick. Here we are overwhelmed with all of the opportunities that have hit us in the last, you know, five weeks since we've been here. And in the middle of all those things, we have to do everyday stuff. Like now we've got to figure out how to get, I don't know, the house furnished. Oh yeah, yeah. How to, yeah. you know, how we're gonna decorate it? Because I don't. This is my first um, home where no one's ever lived in it before me, so I've got a blank canvas. And I will say for sure, when it comes to um, my ability to decorate a home, I see a lot of pretty stuff. I will not call myself a decorator. No. At all. No. Well, you'd have to agree. Well, I'm not a decorator either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a decorator either. And I, and I will admit it. Uh, we ultimately uh, always pick the same stuff. Well, I think um, we banned ourselves. Yeah. W- one of our things, <laughs> and if my sister was listening right now, one of the first, the, one of the things that she sent to me was don't get another brown couch. Oh, my God. Because we constantly get brown couches. We had one upstairs. We had one in the basement. Uh, I think we actually had one in the living room before we, we converted it into a pool room. We did. The, but, but the <laughs> worst part about the brown couch story mm-hmm. is that it wasn't that we just had a brown couch. We had a brown couch in like every fabric possible. We had mm-hmm. brown suede. We had brown my, leather. We my, had a brown corduroy. We had a brown tweed. <laughs> yeah. So, we, so we're not allowed to pick couches Yeah. So what all. we did was this time we yes, yes. kind of brought in somebody to help us and so they can, you know, design everything. And, you know, it, and it was great. Um, one of the funny things that we're finding out here, you know, how like in the States, you know, uh, I think customer services is king. And even here, customer service is king. But if you go to buy something, especially like a, a, a good like a couch or anything for your home, you know, not small stuff, stuff you can just carry. But but normal stuff, you got to you got to order it. Yeah. They don't get nothing. Like like 
we'll have stuff like in stock in the back. They're like, now nah, we got a warehouse someplace else and you got to wait, got to yeah. place the order. Yeah, that's like, been the. Yeah, that's been the running theme because everything that we, I mean, <laughs> everything that we've actually wanted to buy or we, we bought, we had to wait, you know, several days for it to be delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, to you know, to that effect. So things things are a little different on this side, for but sure. for the most part, you know, um, you know, once you understand, you know, you can't just sit in there and say, "I want that refrigerator loaded up in my truck." Yeah, no, it, it doesn't work that it way. Ain't, it ain't coming out the back. No, no going there's no back. There's none of that. No, most of no. the time, it's it's what you see is like a display. Always, and they have a warehouse somewhere else. And they won't sell you the display. Yeah, yeah they won't. They won't sell you the display. Nope. You say, well, let me just take this They're one. They're like, no. I know. So. <laughs> I think the refrigerator we bought, it took us like about four or five days for it to actually get to us, which is which is normal. Mm-hmm. And right now, this is November. So uh, if, if you're here, if you were here right now, everybody's trying to get everything done because in December, they, it, it gets a, it gets a little gets a little difficult to get anything. It's called knocking off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go on holiday. Yeah, they go on holiday pretty much for the entire month. There are some I, I remember meeting meeting people before um, we, we actually came here full time and they like, yeah, we work pretty much every day, you know, through the year. Yeah. But when December comes, oh, we're out of here. Down. We're out of here. And so sometimes it's just hard to get things done. So um, right now it's November the 5th. So we're we have a few things that's supposed to come our way. So we hope that we can get it all before December comes, because we pretty much know once December comes. Yeah, it's January. Yeah. It's, yeah you, I think one of the funniest things, um, the girl that we ordered the furniture from, she wasn't like pressing us to order furniture, but she's just like, hey, keep in mind that um, the end of the month is coming, talking about October. And she was saying, if you don't get it in by this day, it's not going to happen. And I'm like, why wouldn't it happen? She's like, because if say like, you know, whatever we're having is going to take X amount of weeks to make, say maybe it's custom. They're, they're legitimately going to cut that machine off mid, (laughs) mid product. They don't care what they're making. And they're going to be gone for the entire month of December, just about. So it's not to say that things don't run in December, but it's a very, scarce like skeleton crew like um i think when we had our business here before we needed to order like bags or something to put the toys in or whatever and they're like yeah no we had to literally drive up there to the place to to the warehouse to to the warehouse to get the bags because they were like we're done this is our last thing you can come and pick them up or we're not delivering because all the delivery people had already gone because a lot of the people don't live in this country um yeah I mean, they live in the country, but they live like far away. Yeah, they I guess um, should say. they come here to work. You know, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, we do that in the states. Yeah, come here to work, and then when the holiday time comes, they they leave, um, and then that's where all the all the goods and services go that way as well. Exactly. They they leave, but but for the most part, like I said, you know, things are a little different. Um, you know, getting you know getting normal services. If you if you're at home and, and you call Comcast and say, hey, I need somebody to come out, we're upset because they come the next day. You like, ah, oh, I need it today. Yeah. Well, here is the the next day. You are you know you're doing well for yourself. So, yeah. but um, but for the most part, like I said, is in, in the transition coming here. 
with the opportunities, with the people that you meet. It's kind of like a trade off. You you meet really good people. You have really good times. Mm-hmm. You get invited to a lot of things that you're like, oh, I, I got to go home and change. Yeah, for sure. Um, things along that line. But as far as services are concerned, you could they're here. Um, you just got to have be a little patient. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if you don't have them when you get here, please don't bring your ugly American because it shows and that doesn't make the move any faster. I know in the States, if you get puffy and ugly, like and you tell a manager, they like you might be able to get something to happen here, there in the States. But here it's just like they move on on, on different on a different level. Yeah. And this is Johannesburg where we where we stay. And this is considered the city when you start going down to, you know, to the to the smaller areas, or especially Cape Town, where they don't move because it's Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> they do move. They just it's kinda, Cape Town. You know, Cape Town's almost on what we would call back in the states island time. They're so chill. Yeah, so chill. So, um, I don't, I don't know. I just we've I won't say we've gotten used to, but I would definitely say we knew what to expect, and we have kept our American. Um, in our pocket, you know, we're not yelling at people like some <laughs> people do when they don't get their way. Um, I would say for sure the food has always been good. Oh yeah, food is awesome food here. Is and good. that's one thing. Everybody is, is a, either a, uh, either a culinary expert I or know, getting right? ready to be oh a culinary gosh. expert. So yeah. everywhere, you, even if you went to, we call it a barbecue. They call it a bribe. You know, somebody says to me, Mark. Why do y'all call call it a barbecue? Barbecue is a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and as Tasha laughed, we all laugh and whatnot. But um, everybody, I mean, the 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 culinary skills here, I mean, in just basic restaurants are are awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so for sure. and that's another reason to come here. If you want to do nothing, if you are a foodie, oh Jesus, and you just like different types of food, you know, hit Joburg. They have. Plenty of restaurants, for sure. and some of the <laughs> and some of the best restaurants are you like, man, it's kind of seedy down there. It doesn't matter. Take the risk. Take go. The, risk. The, food, <laughs> the food is that. The food is that good. Mm-hmm. It's that good. So yeah. Um, just a quick recap. So we took you through our journey today of you know the first couple of um, our first month here being in South Africa. It, it may not seem like SA is the place to be, but I can guarantee you, even the little minor issues that we've had since we've been here do not compare to anything that we had to deal with on stateside. I mean, we've enjoyed and taken a positive perspective on our first month since we've been here in SA. And I am excited knowing that, you know, my furniture is going to arrive. My shipment's going to arrive. It's still in the water somewhere. <laughs> so, um, you know, just being patient and just enjoying the fact that the weather's nice. It's dead smack in the middle of spring. It was 84 degrees today. Um, and just knowing that it's only going to get better from here. I'm excited about that. And we, you know, definitely want to share that with you. Um, so we always encourage you to go to our website, sign up. Um, definitely encourage you to check out our videos, check out our pictures. Most of it might be, you know, food, cocktails, people, because that's pretty much the atmosphere here in, in Johannesburg. And, you know, definitely want to share that with you. And it's all done at, at, at an affordable price. And that's kind of um, what we're trying to share with you guys. So. Yeah, and there's and, and, and there's always a rooftop involved. There's always know. a rooftop involved there's and always, a sunset. Yeah, always a rooftop and there's always a sunset and there's always some wine oh, somewhere around. Always some wine, wine everywhere. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to our first month here. We will be back again next Monday. So in the meantime, educate yourself and please have fun in the process. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Yep, 
Thank you for tuning in to Everyday News with the Blantons. We hope you've enjoyed today's program and we'll tune in again next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a nice week.